Greetings from St Bride's Church, Fleet Street, here in the very heart of the City of London. We're delighted that you're able to tune into this podcast during this Easter season. We've been offering these online services every week since the first lockdown began. Each act of worship combines archive recordings of our choir and congregational singing with newly recorded readings, intercessions and sermons. Do please leave a comment or a like and tell us where you're listening from. It's always good to hear from you. And if you would like to donate to help support these online services, you'll find details in the accompanying text of how to do so. And now, may the light and peace of Christ be with us all as our worship begins. Jesus said to Thomas, Have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have come to believe. The Lord be with you. Alleluia. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. 
brothers and sisters in Christ, a very warm welcome to you all on this second Sunday of Easter. Wherever you are in the world and however you are listening, I hope you will feel very much a part of the St Bride's family as we continue to celebrate our Lord's resurrection together. Let us pray. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hidden, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name, through Christ our Lord. Amen. Christ, our Passover lamb, has been sacrificed for us. Let us therefore rejoice by putting away all malice and evil and confessing our sins with a sincere and true heart. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, we have sinned against you and against our neighbour in thought and word and deed, through negligence, through weakness, through our own deliberate fault, we are truly sorry and repent of all our sins. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, who died for us, forgive us all that is past, and grant that we may serve you in newness of life, to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, who forgives all who truly repent, have mercy upon you. Pardon and deliver you from all your sins. Confirm and strengthen you in all goodness. And keep you in life eternal through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.
Almighty Father, you have given your only Son to die for our sins and to rise again for our justification. Grant us so to put away the leaven of malice and wickedness, that we may always serve you in pureness of living and truth, through the merits of your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and for ever. Amen. The first reading is taken from Acts chapter 4, beginning at the 32nd verse. Now the company of those who believed were of one heart and soul, and no one said that any of the things which he possessed was his own, but they had everything in common. And with great power the apostles gave their testimony to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them all. There was not a needy person among them, for as many as were possessors of lands or houses sold them, and brought the proceeds of what was sold and laid it at the apostles' feet. And distribution was made to each as any had need. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The epistle is taken from the first letter of John, chapter 1, beginning at the first verse. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon and touched with our hands, concerning the word of life, the life was made manifest, and we saw it, and testified to it, and proclaimed to you the eternal life which was with the Father, and was made manifest to us. That which we have seen and heard we proclaim also to you, so that you may have fellowship with us, and our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. And we are writing this that our joy may be complete. This is the message we have heard from him and proclaimed to you, that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. 
If we say we have fellowship with him while we walk in darkness, we lie and do not live according to the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. My little children, I am writing this to you so that you may not sin. But if anyone does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. And he is the expiation for our sins, and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. the Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to John. Glory to you, Lord. 
On the evening of that day, the first day of the week, the doors being shut where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, even so I send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. Now, Thomas, one of the twelve, called the twin, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see in his hands the print of the nails, and place my finger in the mark of the nails, and place my hand in his side, I will not believe. Eight days later, his disciples were again in the house, and Thomas was with them. The doors were shut, but Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands, and put out your hand and place it in my side. Do not be faithless, but believing. Thomas answered him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet believe. Now, Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written, that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you may have life in his name. This is the Gospel of the Lord. May I speak in the name of the living God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Amen. In John Bunyan's Pilgrim's Progress, Christian and his companion Hopeful fall asleep in the grounds of Doubting Castle, where the giant named Despair lives. As much as I like Pilgrim's Progress, there is something unhelpful about presenting doubt as a place that we are not to venture, as faith communities sometimes do. This morning, then, I'm going to speak in favour of doubt, not in the sense of what we might call blind doubt, which seems to be very much on the rise in our world today and denies any notion of scientific fact or objective truth. 
Neither would I wish to underestimate how difficult doubt can be or to invite it. Nevertheless, doubt is crucial to our critical faculties. And that surely includes the sphere of our spiritual lives as it does more broadly. Thomas, or Doubting Thomas as he is traditionally called, is often spoke of, spoken of as if his faith was somehow lesser than the other disciples. Scripture records his words, of course. Unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands and put my finger in the mark of the nails and my hand in his side, I will not believe. Importantly, though, it also tells us that when he speaks these words, he is the only disciple who hasn't seen the risen Christ. We can only speculate as to what the other disciples thought of Thomas's scepticism. Maybe they were scandalised. Maybe they sympathised. But clearly, Thomas had missed out. The scripture says that Jesus had appeared to the other disciples and said, Peace be with you. And after he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then he breathed on them and, and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. Beyond laying his eyes on Jesus, Thomas seeks to put his hand in his side. He seeks to touch. The scripture doesn't mention the other disciples touching Jesus, but it does mention Jesus breathing the Spirit on them. Elsewhere, we read of Jesus instructing Mary Magdalene not to touch him, although there is consensus amongst biblical scholars, I understand, that do not cling to me or do not hold me are closer to the original. So perhaps the reference here is beyond touch. In putting his hand in Jesus's side, in touching him, Thomas is also touched. And this, it seems to me, is crucial. He must allow himself to be touched. A degree of openness is required. My own experience of the journey of faith suggests to me that doubt is in no way a barrier to that experience of being touched. I was brought up in the church, but later rejected the faith, at least in anything other than cultural terms, before returning to the fold. I wouldn't advocate that as a good thing, of course, but for me, it was the apparent absence of doubt amongst some people of faith that I knew that led to my feeling that I was no longer one of them. I wonder if perhaps it's not a coincidence that some of the Christians that I've met who've expressed greatest doctrinal certainty have also been amongst those whose lives appear untouched by the faith. The development of a mature faith needs the freedom to question, wonder and doubt. 
Otherwise, faith can be confused with a repetition of creedal formulas or merely assenting to inherited statements of faith. David Lowe's uh, Lutheran pasture suggests that if we don't have any doubts, we're probably not taking the story seriously enough. Think about what we confess, that the creator of the vast cosmos not only knows we exist, but cares deeply and passionately about our ups and downs, our hopes and dreams. This confession is quite literally incredible, he says. And yet we come together and in hearing the word, sharing the sacraments and prayer and song with one another, and in being blessed to see the spirit at work in the lives of others, and perhaps occasionally in ourselves, we come to believe. Whilst Thomas doubts and questions, whilst he's not satisfied with others' reports, he does come to believe. He sees Jesus for himself. He touches and is touched. After that experience, he not only assents to the witness of his fellow disciples, but makes the profession of faith as he refers to Jesus as my Lord and my God. We all have doubts and questions and fears, but when God arrives, those fall away, replaced by joy and wonder. This is the way faith should work. So let's not fear doubt or discourage its expression we don't revel in doubt, but we take it seriously and approach questions about faith, about scripture and our traditions prayerfully and with humility. At that first Easter, the disciples were so scared that they hid themselves behind locked doors. They had just seen the one they believed to be the Messiah betrayed by one of their number. He had been tried and convicted by both the religious and civil authorities and then brutally executed. They suspected they might be next. But then Jesus appears. Peace be with you, he says. Amen. We stand now to proclaim our faith in the words of the Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, of one being with the Father, through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, was incarnate from the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, he suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose.
rose again in accordance with the scripture. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty God, you have promised to hear the prayers of those who ask in faith. Lord, increase our faith and that of your church. Disperse the fears that hold us back from trust in you. Give wisdom and patience to your bishops, priests and deacons, that they may lead with integrity, with energy and with renewed vigour to unite your church in faith and love, that together we might proclaim the power of the resurrection. Bless all who are called to your service in the ministry of praise, that your church might grow in faith and understanding. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Let the shouts of Alleluia resound across the world, transforming those whose hearts have been hardened by selfishness and greed, bringing hope to the oppressed and the promise of peace to those caught up in conflict. Let your spirit move amongst the leaders of all nations, that together peace and justice might prevail. Bless all whose lives have been devastated by war or famine or disaster, and bless all those who go to their aid. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. As our high streets prepare to reopen, and our towns and cities prepare to welcome business once more, May we continue to be aware of the beauty and diversity of all that surrounds us. To appreciate our neighbour, our colleagues, our acquaintances and the strangers we encounter. Bless this Church of St Bride through all its members both here on Fleet Street and in our homes as we sing your praise and live out your calling in faith. Bless all who share in our worship and all who visit Fleet Street. May their journeys be safe and their lives fulfilled. Lord, in your mercy, hear, hear our, our prayer. prayer. May the joy of the risen Christ lift the hearts of all who are suffering in body, mind or spirit. May their energy be restored and that of all those who are called to nurse and care for our sick. Hear, 
Bless all who continue to fight the pandemic across the world through signs and nursing. Bless all who are suffering the effects of COVID-19 and those with long-term sickness. Bless all who love and care for them and comfort those whose lives are drawing to a close. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Receive into your care the souls of all those whose life on earth is done, where pain and suffering cease, where pride, wealth and contest have no place, where they rest in everlasting peace. Bless all those who mourn their loss, every parent, every child, every partner and friend, every neighbour and colleague, but particularly those left alone and lost in grief. Confident in the power of the risen Christ, in whom we have eternal life, we pray in his name. Merciful Father, accept these prayers for the sake of your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. The risen Christ came and stood among his disciples and said, Peace be with you. Then were they glad when they saw the Lord. Alleluia. The peace of the Lord be always with you.
Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation. Through your goodness we have this bread to offer, which earth has given and human hands have made. It will become for us the bread of life. Blessed be God forever. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation. Through your goodness we have this wine to offer, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. Blessed be God forever. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is indeed right, it is our duty and our joy, at all times and in all places, to give you thanks and praise, Holy Father, Heavenly King, Almighty and Eternal God, through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. But chiefly are we bound to praise you, because you raised him gloriously from the dead. For he is the true Paschal Lamb who was offered for us, and has taken away the sin of the world. By his death he has destroyed death, and by his rising to life again has restored to us everlasting life. Therefore, with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, we proclaim your great and glorious name, forever praising you and singing.
accept our praises, Heavenly Father, through your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. And as we follow his example and obey his command, grant that by the power of your Holy Spirit, these gifts of bread and wine may be to us his body and his blood, who in the same night that he was betrayed took bread and gave you thanks. He broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take, eat. This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup and gave you thanks. He gave it to them, saying, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sin. Do this as often as you drink it, in remembrance of me. Therefore, Heavenly Father, we remember his offering of himself made once for all upon the cross. We proclaim his mighty resurrection and glorious ascension. We look for the coming of his kingdom. And with this bread and this cup, we make the memorial of Christ, your Son, our Lord. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. Accept through him, our great high priest, this our sacrifice of thanks and praise. And as we eat and drink these holy gifts in the presence of your divine majesty, renew us by your spirit, inspire us with your love, and unite us in the body of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, through whom and with whom and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, with all who stand before you in earth and heaven, we worship you, Father Almighty, in songs of everlasting praise. Blessing and honour and glory and power be yours forever and ever. Amen. Let us pray with confidence as our Saviour has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. We break this bread to share in the body of Christ. Though we are many, we are one body, because we all share in one bread. Draw near with faith. Receive the body of our Lord Jesus Christ, which he gave for you, and his blood, which he shed for you. Eat and drink in remembrance that he died for you, and feed on him in your hearts by faith with thanksgiving. We do not presume to come to this your table, merciful Lord, trusting in our own righteousness but in your manifold and great mercies. 
We are not worthy so much as to gather up the crumbs under your table, but you are the same Lord, whose nature is always to have mercy. Grant us therefore, gracious Lord, so to eat the flesh of your dear Son, Jesus Christ, and to drink his blood, that our sinful bodies may be made clean by his body, and our souls washed through his most precious blood, and that we may evermore dwell in him, and he in us. Amen. Let us pray. Lord God, our Father, through our Saviour Jesus Christ, you have assured your children of eternal life and in baptism have made us one with him. Deliver us from the death of sin and raise us to new life in your love, in the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, by the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Almighty God, we thank you for feeding us with the body and blood of your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him we offer you our souls and bodies to be a living sacrifice. Send us out in the power of your Spirit to live and work to your praise and glory. Amen.
the God of peace, who brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the eternal covenant, make you perfect in every good work to do his will, working in you that which is well-pleasing in his sight. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, be among you and remain with you always.